0: Welcome to Modern Babylon. This is Cultural Contrarian. Also, as I've been recently doxed by countless law enforcement under the actions of an unlawful being pulled over for an unlawful reason, detained, my name is now all over the place. Now, that's not surprising to me i I expect reprobate people to act according to their nature. They're going to follow orders, they're going to do what their job says, not honor their oath. I, I totally get it. It's disappointing, it's saddening, um, but it's not surprising. And th- these I was uh, contemplating that I should be doing a broadcast on deconstructing logical fallacies, and I think that topic is just a little too deep on its own. Um, So I'm broadcasting today, uh, under the guidance of my daughter, actually. She said, Dad, it'd be better if people knew who you were. I was like, yeah, I I didn't necessarily want people to know who I was until it was the appropriate time. But since the the law enforcement have chosen to to dox me, there's no sense to hide behind anonymity. It's really interesting. I had some uh, communication while I was attempting to submit a right-to-know law request, and the individual making the request was stating that it was essential that I provide my name, my address, my date of birth. And I was like, "Oh, interesting. So you're threatening to not complete my right to no law request unless I surrender my Fourth Amendment right to get this information so under the threat of you not performing the lawful duty as are as defined in the right to no law." act, because I have affirmed that I am a citizen of the United States, and I have affirmed that I'm a resident of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, that that affirmation is grounds for perjury if I lied on a public record. So the allegation is that I'm perjuring myself. So I, I just said, I just want to be clear that under threat in your coercion and, and labeling things that it's essential for you to do your job, that I must surrender my Fourth Amendment right. So Sure, I will, based upon your threat of not being able to honor the law, I'll surrender it. Let me just clarify, do you need any additional personally identifiable information? Do you need my, my mother's maiden name? Do you require my firstborn male child? Do you require my social security number? Do you require to know my vaccination status? Is there any other additional information personal in nature that you are going to say is essential in order to fulfill my request? Now I've said I apologize but for being snarky in my response but it's rather incredulous to me that we would have to go to this extent to gain access to public records but so be it I'll I will comply to your threat It's on the record folks that this communication is a matter of public record and if you want to see the communication between myself and this official you can do it that she had said that I won't do this unless you do this. Pretty sad. So I got another Right to Know law request back, that it was a denial, and this is where the logical fallacy comes in, that my requests are generally very specific in nature, that I'm very selective in the words that I use in the framing of my statements and or questions, because I know, as a pattern in practice, that public actors... Are going to do everything in their power to avoid fulfilling their duties and honoring a public right to know law request. So, in one particular instance, I used the word "I'm looking for information," email, text, voice recordings, and I identified the subject matter. I referenced an email date, and I referenced the email addresses who it was blind carbon copy. I identified the specific subject of the email and I said, I just want to confirm receipt of this email. And uh, in reference to an individual named in the email. Well, the responding individual inserted the word by and they said, any communication by this individual. So what they did is they created a narrative to deny by inserting this word, by, that wasn't in the request. So that's called a straw man, that when you reframe the narrative to be something other than what has been requested, you can rip it apart. So this individual changed the nature of the request and denied the request based upon the way they changed it. Now here's the interesting thing is that I always have the right to appeal that denial and base it on the the nature of the initial request and saying what you framed my request is different than the nature of my request so your denial of my record is unwarranted because you were you were answering a question that wasn't asked but I thought nah this is this is just I've got so much evidence of this pattern in practice within our public servants. I was like, why do I need to do another document? Wait another 30 days. And this is what everybody does. It's not a one-off. If it was, if I sent out 53 requests and two of them came back that way or three or four or five, maybe 10%, that's still not one off. Ten percent is not one off. But all the responses came back with some fabrication of a denial based upon a logical fallacy and in their interpretation of the request. So what I am presenting as I'm going through this process of trying to be a law-abiding citizen, trying to stand on my constitutional rights, to be free to redress my public officials. In their capacity, at the right time, at the right place, and at the appropriate ma- in appropriate manner, I am a God-fearing, God-honoring human being that is advocating for his children and his his the little ones that don't have a voice. And while you may not like the tonality of my voice or my selection of words, you don't have a right to silence them and to not only to silence them but to convert those actions alone into a crime. So when I go to a school board meeting and on the agenda is to talk about policy revisions and at public comment you're allowed to during the public comment they restrict it to speak specifically to agenda items. So if the agenda item is this policy and the policy revisions that they are considering it is an opportunity for the right time at the right place in the right manner to redress my government and seek clarity on the revisions that they are attempting to put forward and read and vote on so just my mere desire to inquire about an agenda item and speak about that agenda item at the right time at the right place in the right manner And they say, but in order for you to speak, you need to jump through this hoop and jump through this hoop and jump through this hoop. And I'm sorry, those hoops are policies, folks. I'm a law-abiding citizen. I'm going to abide by the laws that come through our legislature, through the Congress, that are laws. And when those laws violate the Constitution, I'm going to stand on the supreme law of the land, which is the Supreme Court's precedent under the Constitution, and I may challenge your wrongful interpretation of a policy. Because Marbury versus Madison says that any policy that controverts or imposes a limitation on a right is repugnant. Now, I can't just do it in the moment. I have to afford the public servant the ability to be reasonable and say, whoops, we've just been told that we're doing something that's wrong. We may want to pause this and go seek legal counsel and legal advice to make sure what we're doing is lawful because this person is saying this is unlawful. But I can't make public servants do the right thing. I can't make a school board official honor their oath, comply with the law. I can't do that. I can't even make a law enforcement or a judge follow the law. I have to remind them when they're making misstatements, misrepresentations, and mischaracterizations about the law and give them the opportunity to verify, confirm, and seek counsel from their supervisor, from a superintendent, from the district attorney, wherever they may need to go. But here's our problem, folks the authority is so out of control that they're going to assert that authority over you, not honor their oath, not go up the chain of command and aggress against you. And then you're left being a victim with no recourse because the cabal of public servants are so isolated through plausible deniability. They have these towers of isolation these silos of isolation that you can go reported to this particular area which what do they do they investigate themselves and there's no chain of command so i asked the question i asked the question if this particular arm of law enforcement has demonstrated that they don't know the law they're not going to go seek the higher authority like the district attorney they're not going to honor and protect the citizen's rights. If the citizen wants to exercise those rights again and encounters those unlawful actors in, in uniform, who does the citizen call? Who do, we, who do we reach out to? When do I ask for a supervisor? Well, the officer won't get the supervisor. I can't make him get the supervisor. But I can request it. I'm on the record requesting, get your supervisor here. You're doing something which is unlawful. Well, you're going to leave or I'm going to put pain compliance devices on you and kidnap you and torture you and throw you in a dungeon. I'm leaving, sir, but I want to speak to your supervisor because what you're doing is unlawful. You better leave or you're going into jail. I'm leaving. I just want your supervisor. Why are you being negligent and derelict of your duty when upon a request to, to get a supervisor, you're not doing that. I can't reason on the sidewalk. So what do I do as a citizen to prepare myself for those people that are going to act unlawfully? Where do I go? I can't find a law enforcement officer who is willing to honor his oath and defend the rights of the Constitution and protect the citizens. I can't find one. It's a freaking leprechaun. It's a unicorn. They don't exist. The cabal is so strong. They're they're just in this mode of protecting. Protect the blue until it happens to you. Now, I have not been aggressed upon yet, but if I were to try to stand on my rights lawfully in the face of the criminal actions of unlawful people representing authority, I'm screwed. I'm screwed. There's nobody that will run and advocate for me. They'll just say, You need to become the victim first. Once you're the victim, I'm already the victim. How much of a victim must I surrender to be before I'll have anybody that will defend me? I don't have law enforcement protecting me. I know that they don't have a duty to serve and protect. I get it. I totally get that. I need to defend and protect myself from all criminal elements. Foreign, domestic, citizen, or public servant. That's my duty. I'm just asking, you chose this profession, bud. Are you going to honor your oath or not? No, obviously none of them are. I am up to probably 60 public servants who are spitting in my face in defiance of that oath. Because honestly, that oath is meaningless. If you've got any message for me, that's the resounding truth. Unless you can present me evidence that that oath has merit other than them passing some milestone of raising their arm, potentially putting it on some holy book and making an audible affirmation and then putting a signature on a piece of paper, that's just a milestone. That's just a ceremony because oath, bond, word, integrity, honor, ethics – Morality are a great big zero. I have not met, since I've been attempting to stand on my rights, an officer willing to demonstrate integrity and honor in, in accordance with the oath which they have taken. The only officer that I have met who has done that has not been acting in their official capacity. And that individual is a leprechaun. And unfortunately for that person, watching the things unfold is a pretty horrific scene to see within this profession. Again, I am not anti-police. I'm not anti-public and public servant. Not at all. I totally understand that we need those in authority to ensure is the social contract of rule, law, and order. But when it has gone over the balance, where they are now part of the oppressors and then the perpetrators of creating victims and causing harms on harm on other humans, Trooper Kochka violated me nine ways to Sunday. Do I think he's a bad person? Well... The only talisman or metrics I have for this guy is his actions with me. And his actions were bad. They were not human to human, man to man. He was acting under his authority and overstepped his authority to steal, restrain my liberty. And it's a joke to them because what is the consequence to him? What's the consequence of them unlawfully using their authority. No citizen has the knowledge or power to hold public servants accountable when they're criminals. They don't. And it's unsettling to have that wisdom and the more wisdom you get from listening to me that you have no power and that the amount of effort that's required to get balance and respect within this society is overwhelming. So just comply. Stop pounding on the keyboard. Stop complaining about all the people stuffing ballot boxes that are on video and that your public servants won't do anything legislative to hold that unlawful activity accountable. Accept it. Because you don't want to do the work. So since you don't want to do the work, be okay with the consequences. Because all you're doing is bitching. Complain, 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 complain. That may feel good because you'll find others who will rally around that complaint, that energy of complaining. But what change is that facilitating? The change requires a tremendous amount of effort. My archive of all of my attempts to be reasonable have actually been converted into a crime My attempts to reason with public servants and say, whoa, folks, there's a limit to your authority and I'm cautioning you, please stay within your lane, honor your oath. I don't want to hold you accountable to violating your oath. I want to give you the opportunity to stop, go clarify the things that you may be saying incorrectly because I'm going to present the correct law. I will have it on my person. Not that I'm obligated to do so. I'm not obligated to tell you. I have no obligation to speak to you, but I'm a reasonable person, and I want to say stay in your lane and honor and protect my ability to be a free man. And if you're going to convert my ability to be free as protected under the Constitution, I'm warning you what happens next. Tremendous amount of effort, tremendous amount of courage in the face of people that are trained to aggress against you who are trained in verbal judo to get you into a conversational conversation where anything you say can and will be used against you. They don't have that same burden. They can lie, they can cheat, they can hide, they can create false narratives, they can create fraudulent documents. They're protected because it's not reasonable for them ...to be required to know and speak the truth. That's not reasonable. Graham versus Connor. It's not reasonable. And we have to be reasonable... ...and give them the ability to say, stop. Don't do this. So the volume of things that are flowing across my inbox... ...and going back out on the record... ...and the documents that are coming out with letters of intent... Say, listen, I, it's not my desire to get to this point. It's not my justice to seek. I am not the arbiter of justice. There's two forms of justice. One form of justice is one that society, that society has said that our founding fathers created, and that's our justice system. As broken as it is, it's the best that there is out there, even though it's broken. So I'm going to allow this process to go through our Founding Fathers system in the federal domain. Will that succeed? Who knows? Who knows? But the ultimate justice is stop, drop, and roll doesn't work for the unrepentant heart. See, saying I'm sorry is meaningless. I've taught my daughter this since she was very young. I'm sorry is nothing. You need to show that you're repentant and seek my forgiveness because I have no duty to forgive you when you violate me unless you've provided some form of restitution and repentance warranting me granting you forgiveness. So saying I'm sorry that I beat the snot out of you doesn't work. God's justice is final. Man's justice is temporary. Do I seek man's justice? That would be nice for seeing people held accountable for their unlawful actions. That would be nice. Can I trust it? No. I have so much evidence that our system is not trustworthy. But I'm going to be the upstanding God-honoring person, and I stand to a higher law. I stand under God's law. You won't see me perpetrate a crime. Not happening. You'll have no evidence. You'll have total fabrication. Oh, you can fabricate anything you want, but that's just storytelling. You, you should sign up with Grimm's Fairy Tales in that case. But I'll allow man's justice to do what it's doing. But I will have the opportunity to meet my defendants and call them to repentance and faith. Because they are either a biological sack of goo fizzing off meaningless brain gas in order to keep their job to obey the orders of their fellow man to repress and victimize fellow humans and put their head on their pillow. Well, they're just reprobate. They're nihilistic sacks of goo. Now, I say God has a better place for them and that they'd be wise to receive grace and I'll extend grace, but you spit it back in me, God will sort you out. God's already, everyone's destined to hell. So to hell with them. The only way they change their trajectory and go into God is based upon accepting the gift that God has extended to them. But till then, to hell with them. And I mean that figuratively and I mean that literally. You don't know love. Until you understand apathy. There's no basis. For anyone to assign anything good or evil. Other than borrowing from the attributes of the creator. Put that in your intellectual pipe and smoke it. So I'm going to continue the fight in love. While my words may sound painful. It's truth and love. And I'll stand before my creator with the desire to see well done my faithful servant but also knowing that i will be rebuked because my offering is mere filthy rags filthy stinking rags all right everybody this is ryan miller cultural contrarian speaking at modern babylon take care